and welcome to today's podcast. So today I'm talking to you all about grit and it may have been a term or a word that you've never really heard of before. So let me first of all explain what it is. But in order to do that, I'm going to use one of the greatest scientists that we have ever known, the founder of evolution, Charles Darwin. Now, Charles Darwin spent hours and hours and years upon years studying every single plant, every single animal imaginable to see over a period of time how life has evolved. And he created his theory of evolution, which most people now adhere to as truth. And many scientists have backed up his studies. Now, at the time, Charles Darwin could not actually publish his findings until after he died, because he knew that his way of thinking, his science that he discovered would actually could actually cause massive issues for the very Christian religious society that he was living in at the time. So unfortunately, he never got to see how amazing and how influential his work would become. But it is. And Charles Darwin made many observations over the course of his life. And it wasn't just plants and animals that he made observations about. He also made observations about humans. And he said that he had he believed that men did not differ in intellect only in zeal and hard work now there's a fabulous book called bounce uh, by a guy called Matthew Said and he said that it takes on average a whopping tw- 10,000 hours to become an expert in anything and it kind of goes against what we're told when I was at university I did a degree in primary school education and for my final year I chose to study gifted and talented pupils I don't really know why I decided to do that out of everything I could have done but I discovered um, a lot of things about gifted and talented including the idea of labeling and I I think it's really detrimental to label someone as gifted and talented or having a specific high achieving uh, status in a particular subject because it can make them lazy. <laughs> I've seen this many, many times. And actually, after I've been teaching for so many years now, way more than I'd like to admit, the truth is it doesn't matter how much talent you have. The truth is it works it's how hard you work. And a lot of people don't realize this. Now, I'm actually not the best teacher around. I um, often get things wrong. I am truthful about this to my students as well, because the truth is, I know that I have put way more hours into teaching than most other teachers I know. And there's an art to teaching. There's an art to a lot of things. And if you put the time in, and you're resilient, and you keep going at something, that's building grit. Now, there were days, and there have been days when I did not want to do my job, and there's probably been days when Charles Darwin didn't want to get up and look at yet another monkey flying around a tree, but he kept going, and so do I. And the people that are the best at what they do are the people that never give up, and the people that just keep going. This idea of success and what makes somebody successful has been at the forefront of thinkers for hundreds of years. And it's something that continues 
to be at the forefront of ideas because ultimately we all want success. We all want to find something that we're good at. And honestly, you guys may not find that thing until you're 30 or 40 or even 50, but you'll find it. And it's just a case of keep going, keep plodding away, and eventually you will become an expert in what you do. However, there are obviously many, many hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people all over the planet who have never found what they want to do and have always said that they're not really good at anything. And I disagree with every single one of them because it doesn't matter who I meet and who I teach. I know that as soon as I can figure out what a person likes and how their brain works, I can tap into that and then I can make them see that they can do whatever they put their minds to. Many great people have spoken about this, including um, philosophers. And one such philosopher said that people want to believe in the idea of genius. So they don't measure themselves up to lacking something. I'll say that again. People want to believe in the idea of genius. So they don't measure themselves up to lacking something. How many times have you got your exam paper back and you have looked at other people around you and you have not felt good enough? How many times have you watched someone running and felt that you'd never be able to be that fast? Or how many times have you watched someone lifting weights and think, I'll never be able to lift a weight like that or talk like that or understand language in that way or be that successful or have that? I mean, a lot of people do this and I think grit is the definite missing ingredient, the missing element of success. So I'm reading a book at the moment, funnily enough, called Grit, Why Passions and Resilience are the Secrets to Success. And this is by Angela Duckworth. Um, she actually did a TED Talk. And if you have never looked at TED Talks before, I do encourage you to. Um, she did a TED Talk on the key to success. And she defines it as the passion for a goal combined with the perseverance to meet that goal. She claims that the grittiest people are not discouraged by setbacks or distracted by ideas, but they hone in on one thing and they go for it day after day and they'll hit knockback day after day, but they keep going. She did a study at the school that I mentioned in the last podcast at Hershey's, and she says that if a man does not live, uh, sorry, this is not a quote from her, this is a quote from Hershey. Um, if a man does not like the work he does, he's not a success, but if he loves the work, he does good work and lots of it. That's what uh, the founder of the school, Milton Hershey, said. And I do agree with it. A lot of you are going through school at the moment. And it can often be really confusing and really tricky to motivate yourself in a space where you're not passionate about. And it can be frustrating for me and for yourselves that you're learning a bunch of stuff that you're never, ever going to need again. I really hope that in the next 10 years, this has changed and the education space has changed. But until that point, you have to kind of become obsessed with getting better at something you don't like. And there is a value to this. There are days when 
I sit down and do admin on my accounts and I just don't want to do them but I know that I have to uh, because if I don't I'll get in trouble. Um, There are days when as a mother I am dealing with the tantrums of my five-year-old like this morning and she was just screaming and it's part of being a mother but there are days where you feel a lot of stress a lot of friction and those days are hard and those days are hard when you're a teenager because not only are you having to go through GCSEs you're also figuring out who you are what your life is how you behave how you dress your friends you're dealing with issues that you've never dealt with before and there will be a lot of resistance and if you don't meet that resistance with some hard work and if you look at those around you and see that they're doing better than yourself and you're not quite sure how to measure up then you're probably going to fail but if you do take it head like tackle it head on and if you do make those choices to revise or to study a little bit longer, then you will enter that space of realizing your potential and building it. It's a pretty long process, unfortunately. There's no quick ways of building grip. And I've got some advice for all of you because this is what will happen if you lack grit. I'm not just talking about school, I'm talking about in life. If you lack grit, small setbacks will seem huge. They'll seem astronomical. They would take over your emotional, physical, and mental state. A lack of resilience means that you will fail sooner and that you will want to fail sooner because you can't physically see yourself getting to the point of success. Other issues that can include a lack of grit, if you have a lack of grit, could be mental health issues as a teenager and as an adult. And I have seen my friends who have gone through some of the best schools in the country who have then crumbled because they were fully supported. Everything was done for them. But as an adult, they just weren't self-sufficient. Another issue could be lacking independence. If everything is done for you at home, if you've never had to earn pocket money, if you've never done chores around the house, if everything, you've been driven everywhere, you've never had to walk anywhere, if you've asked for something and you've got it straight away, you're not building up that resilience and you will lack independence as an adult. You'll just expect people to do things for you and when they don't, you'll crumble. Another issue is that you could lack, definitely lack the ability to strive for more. And so when you reach your goals, you might think, oh, I'm done. I don't need to do anything else. And if you aren't constantly striving as a human, we all need a little bit of challenge somewhere in our lives, whether it's doing the gardening, my garden needs doing right now. There's too much sun at the moment. Not that I'm complaining. Um, Whether it's getting fitter, just to feel strong in yourself, whether it's building friendships or getting better grades or whatever it is, We all need to strive for something to feel better about ourselves and to feel like we're doing something. And when that element is missing, it can be hard to get up in the mornings. People can feel depressed. People can feel down. So that idea of having a goal and constantly striving towards something, small or big, is really what makes us human and sets us apart from the other animals in the animal kingdom. So how do we do this? How do we build grit in our kids, in our teenagers? Well, the 
psychologist Angela Duckworth, who has won countless prizes uh, for her work around grit, suggests these ideas. So, optimal conditions for building grit are deliberate practice of something. So, are you playing a musical instrument every day? Are you running every day? Are you working a little bit extra every day? I'm not just talking about school. This is your own independent learning or independent thing that you're trying to improve. You've got to also have stretch goals. So in everything you do, it's a good idea to think, what could I do more? On a practical level, I'll share with you some of my stretch goals that I have right now. So one of them is how can I help more kids? And this right now, you're listening to it, is one of the ways. The other way that I um, stretch myself is with my running. So how much further can I run? How much faster can I run? Can I quicken up the pace today? Can I run up that hill faster? They're like small little changes that I'm making every day because for me to feel strong is really important. Another one is to have constant reassurance and communication on goals. If you're working on goals on your own without anybody guiding you or encouraging you, you can feel really lonely and isolated and possibly even not follow through with them. So that's one such idea that you can have as well. So it's this constant cycle of practicing, stretching goals, and then reassurance um, and communication. It's a really long process, I'm not gonna lie to you. When people come to me uh, a few weeks before their GCSE exams, they're in year 11, they might call me up in January and say, what can you do? There's a little bit I can do, but in theory, you should be striving and working for years. In England, we're not very good at doing this. We don't really have a culture of academic success. It's more about happiness, and I think that's wonderful. However, some countries, most countries outperform us because of their work ethic. For example, in Japan, they wake up around 5.30, and this is extreme, I'm not <laughs> suggesting that we do this, but it's just an example. They wake up really, really early, around half five, they're in school by eight, they help to clean the classrooms, um, they help do the chores around the classroom before they start school at 8.30, 9 o'clock, and then they're in school all day, and then in the evening, most students will have three to four hours of tuition, and then they'll go home around 10 o'clock. Now, as I said, that's an extreme version, but their scores are astronomically better than ours. Are they any more intelligent than us? No, it's just a society that's built on education and they place everything on education. So it's not easy. It's actually quite painful to build grit. There will be resistance. You won't want to get up and do things sometimes. You want to have a rest and it's good to rest, but you have to keep going. It's really important you know when to rest and not to become too obsessive, but a little bit every day really does help. So how does all this translate to work, uh, relationships and school? So first of all, we're going to tackle the school. You have to first of all see and help to find your limit. So what is your limit? Are you setting yourself a limit of a grade? Why are you doing that? Just because somebody's told you that you're in this set or you're achieving that grade, are you going to believe them? What about if you took that away? What about if you took that barrier and that ceiling away and you actually just focused on what you think you can achieve? I guarantee that you will be able to get much higher than you first set out to if you do that. And at the moment, I'm just fingering through my book here because, aha, I found the page. Um, 
in the book that I'm reading called Grit, there's a story of a boy called David. And David basically was doing really badly in school. He had dyslexia and the the school didn't pick up on it and he actually got put into special needs classes because he was a bit slow and it took him a little bit of time to process things but after the teachers realized that he was very smart he just needed things explaining a different way he went from failure to grade a's so the student put her sorry him in a different class and he got some d's because he had jumped classes so he of course had some gaps and he fell behind a little bit however after all of that and I really quickly skimmed over his life story there after all that he earned a PhD in mechanical engineering and today he's an engineer at the aerospace corporation now imagine if David hadn't have been picked up that he had some knowledge he would have always believed that he was special need a special needs child he would have always had that label of I'm not good enough I'll never be like everyone else but because a teacher just one teacher saw some potential in him he now designs in he's in the aerospace engineering field and he's basically a rocket scientist now that could be you you could be in a low set you could be in bottom set you could be in a high set doesn't matter what set you are you're a human and if you work hard and you find the right tools you can do anything you want and once you raise your expectations you raise your potential it literally goes through every single part of your life it goes through relationships if you're with people that you're friends with and they're not the kind of people that you think are going to benefit you why are you friends with them if they're putting you down you need to raise your expectations for your life and move on to people that encourage you and inspire you and it also relates to work the amount of people that hire graduates so these are people from university or people from schools and complain about the fact that they do not know how to work hard they do not know how to do things for themselves is a massive issue. It's such a big issue that most big companies will spend two to three months training their employees to do things like write an email professionally, get to work on time, uh, know how to schedule their day, know how to prioritize things because schools and universities do not teach these things. If you are the person that never wants more, never asks for more, you are never going to get more. And so grit is so, so, so important. And hopefully this has helped you to see that. Now, schools are not very good at teaching grit because they like to label everybody. They like to put everyone in a box. It's much easier to manage a thousand boxes than it is to manage a thousand people that are all different. But you have to pull yourself out of the box that you've been put into and think, what if this year I can do more? I can reach the goal that I didn't even think was possible because I can tell you right now I have met so many teenagers that I have done this with it's not easy as I mentioned you're gonna have to work very hard and there's no easy way around that but nothing worth having is easy and I can tell you that from my personal experience on average I work 70 hours a week it's not healthy. (laughs) I need to work a bit less now and I am planning to. But if most people that run their own businesses for the first 
10 years probably of working in excess of between 70 and 80 hours but to me it doesn't feel like work it feels like fun it feels like what I'm supposed to do and wouldn't you love to be in a space when you're my age where you are doing something you love you're earning really good money doing things that make your your smile and just make you want to live life to the full rather than being stuck in someone's box because you got put there by someone who they didn't even know who you were very well and they've just said that you're only going to achieve this and you can't achieve more that was it that's the whole thing on grit i hope you enjoyed it and i'll see you next time Thank you.